Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Spartan 160 EN podcast, podcast number 111. A good one today. We're almost there, boys. Let me go with uh, the panel as usual, starting off with my man Christian. Christian, how you doing, bro? Good week for Spartan. Not even a good, I guess it's a good like four days. It's a good run mm -hmm. for the futsal boys, electric run all weekend and in the final. The, the senior boys got it done. The basketball boys got it done. The ladies got it done. Very, very, feeling very good. Vamos Benfica. SL Benfica. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Uh, can we edit that out in any ways? <laughs> no. Also joined by Sam. Sam, how you doing, bro? I can't lie. These late kickoffs make me very tired. Like 9.15 <laughs> like for, for like two hours is just killer but like if, if every game was like that at 9 15 then you know fair enough i'm i'm good yeah good thank you that's sick that's sick and also joined uh by friend of the show special guest thumbnail extraordinaire my fellow canuck uh richard nez richard how you doing my guy i am doing lovely big win big couple wins this week big win for futsal um i'm in as good a mood as you could hope so let's go facts and let's not waste any time let's go straight into today's game uh i'm gonna just let you guys have the floor with it because I did not watch it. Uh, but our starting 11 was as followed. We had Adena Net, Yarinasiu Kwach, Fadal in the back line, João Pereira, my boy, at right back for the injured Poru, uh, Nunu Menj, Palinga, João Mario in midfield, Nunu Sanch, Pot, and Palingo up top. Uh, and then substitutions of Netu at right back, right? <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, Braganza, Jovan, and Mateusz Nunj. Uh, Chris, I'll start it off with you, dude. What were your thoughts on, on this game today? Um, it was uh, it was a good game. I thought Sporting dominated. Um, the penalty definitely in the early-ish ish goal definitely helped to feel more comfortable than the Nacional game. Um, I was very calm watching it. Um, I thought that, yeah, I, I thought that it, that it was solid. I mean, I was really, really... Like, honestly, kind of pissed off and disappointed. You know, I was – the refereeing was obviously a disgrace. But just, you know, the performance and not being able to score against a shite team that's, you know, not even playing with 10 men. They're not even trying to play the game. Like, it was just a really – left a really bad taste in my mouth. So, this game, you know, much better. Um, a bit more clinical. Our guy, <laughs> Paulinho, finally fi – I mean, he got one already, but – that's a real, that's a real banger. I mean, that's one of the Facts. best goals of the season for us. I mean, that's, that's beautiful. Um, I thought Juan Pereira stepped in, did, did exactly what he needed to do. Um, another good game from Kawats. Palinha, immense, immense. So many tackles from everywhere. Again, uh, I, I honestly like kind of pushed it at the end, um, borderline getting sent off. Um, because he had like nine perfectly timed slide tackles. But on the 10th with the yellow, he really pushed his luck. So I'm glad that didn't end badly. Um, Jovan, Braganza, both uh, Mateus Nunes. I thought everyone had a positive impact off the bench. Um, yeah, yeah. The only one who I would say kind of didn't have the greatest game was Nunu Sense. Um, but he also, I don't think, was put exactly in the greatest positions to succeed. So, yeah, did, did what we needed to do. Nine points clear now. You kick back and relax, watch the derby, and uh, and see what happens. But we're close. We're close. We're almost there. We're close. Richard, what were your thoughts on today's game? 
Uh, basically the same as Christian. It was nice that when they got the one nil, they didn't just sit back like they kind of done a lot this season. They kept pushing and pushing, save for the first five minutes of the second half when it looked like Rinalov was going to get one back. But then as soon as they got that second goal, I actually did think it went in at first. I was like, holy shit. But then they got it. I was like, okay, that's good. They got the 2-0. It's not going to be like a nail-biting down to the last minute kind of nail-biter. Uh, every Like he said, everybody looked good. Nobody had like a bad game. Uh, save for Nassange. Although he did know it was Paulinho that won the penalty. But yeah, you can't complain. Like Kowatis was awesome again. Paulinho, what can you not say about him? He's been the best midfielder in the league this season. So you, you can't complain. This was about as good a performance as you got. It's probably the best game they've played in a good long while. They needed this kind of game. Facts. I guess Facts. this is the and, equivalent. Uh, to, this is the equivalent to like a five nothing for for other teams. For yeah, us, this, yeah. this is the closest thing we've got to just like we smacked them. I mean, Richard is right. I didn't really touch on it. Rewab did have about maybe ten minutes after the second half started that they had some flashes. Didn't really create anything crazy, but it was definitely their best best chances i would say they had a flurry of a couple but yeah, they had like the one shot in the first half and that was yeah oh yeah it wasn't anything to be too too no. too concerned with um very very tranquilo <laughs> yeah. and i mean i was looking at the stats only one shot on goal from them uh five shots total but one shot on goal uh, they're on goal point a point two xg. Yeah, that was a dribbler down trash. the center. I was a dri- I was a dribbler down the center of the net. That was not and that was not even like their shot on target wasn't even their greatest. Michael chance. Ball could have saved it. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what were your thoughts on this game? And uh, to ask, um, answering uh, Paul Shuva's question, your MVP on maybe co- between Kowatz and Adan, either on this game or the season? Well, in terms of the game, I'm just going to plug my charger in before like my computer randomly turns off. Cool. <laughs> All right. He's in. Um, but no, I, th- I genuinely think that was our best performance of the season. Um, it should have been five or six, especially at the first half. We hit the post twice, and there was that shot from Nuno Santos that the keeper uh, did a great save on as well. Um, I agree with what both Christian and, and Richard said, but I think John Mario and Inacio are a bit shaky. There are sometimes Inacio gave the ball away so like unneedlessly, um, especially towards the end there. I, f- I feel like uh, the, the tiredness might have got to him. And it's pretty much the same criticism with John Mario that we always give, that he sort of slows the game down. If we were a car, he'd be the brake pedal, you know. We go on an attack and he turns around and pass the ball back. But um, in terms of overall game, I thought we were fantastic. You know, Paulinho with a great strike that Thiago Thomas wish he could pull off that absolute thunderbolt of a, of a strike. But um, I just think it was it's a great game considering how bad, well, not bad, how short sort of struggle of confidence he was against Nacional. But Paulinho was was my man of the match. I know we'll get to that a bit later on. But um, everyone, a bar, I would say, John Mario and Nastia played probably a fantastic game. Should have been five or six. Um, Riawav, I literally do not remember them attacking. You said they had one shot on target, but I literally don't remember that. I, I couldn't name a player that I thought was good for them. They got two red cards off the, off the bench as well. Makes a change for Amarim not getting one. <laughs> probably why he was crying. It's probably why he was crying. He, he, he lasted the whole ninety minutes for like the last for for once in his like last four months. I mean, I'm no, I'm no, I'm no, uh, I'm no genius, but it it strikes me that Tad and Timmy being suspended for their next decisive game is not the smartest thing that he could have could have done. Um, and honestly, I'm not gonna lie, the ref was taking 
a lot of chatter and not giving out yellows. Dude, Nunu Santos was script. You could hear oh, it on the on the broadcast. Isoma Vergonya, bro. That is exactly what Ruben Amorim in the like referee's handbook or a referee's description has gotten a red card for. Those exact words. Nunu Santos was screaming it, and you could hear it on the TV. And Vadisimo just didn't do anything. So I was like, it's so inconsistent when they do and don't issue reds for like yeah for words. It's so random. And I guess Tenantini might have gotten unlucky, but he also could have just said some fucked up shit. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, well, I, from, I think, last year, I think he played against us, and I thought he was an absolute bitch. So I, I really don't like <laughs> Tenantini. So I, I'm more than happy for him to be sent off. But um, in, in terms of, of the game as well, like, coming trial, coming back, I thought he was going to do some good things, but I didn't see much of him. The only thing I saw from Kai Troy does those like professional fouls, which comes with experience. Like when we were running for one goal, we will just kick a guy in the back of the back of the leg just to stop the attack. But um, you know, I wanted to see a bit more. Obviously, not against us, but from Chico Girals this season in general, hasn't been the greatest performer for Rio Ave. I mean, their whole team has sort of been a letdown since that that game against Milan. But you know, I'm I'm glad they played shit against us because you know they did take the the two points off us earlier in the season. It just makes me think why we couldn't play like that before. But overall, great performance. Um, uh, mathematically, four points to go uh, till we finish the title. But obviously, we don't care about anyone else. It's just us. So hopefully, we continue the great form of, of winning. Facts. I think I'm back now. Uh, yeah. Can you guys hear me okay? Yeah. I was lagging oh, yeah. a bit. Yeah, you're good. Sweet. Um, Again, I I didn't watch the game, so I have nothing to comment on. Just my dad told me that Quintan was having a, a an amazing game. I did see the moment between him and Amorim, which was pretty sick. Uh, he he had the Twitter. best game out of uh, the lot, but I mean that isn't really wasn't singing like, the mo- it, that much. It wasn't yeah. like he lit the world on on fire. <laughs> it was an okay game. He ran a lot, to be fair to him. He, yeah, 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 it was just oh, like, yeah. he do he's out there giving it his all for his his squad for sure. But yeah, they're just they're just short a couple guys. They're not even that bad. Not, I don't understand. Not, I guess they just draw every uh, game and it's caught up to them in the end. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I feel like they have like 18 draws. And, and we were just talking about this before we went live. I mean, earlier this season they were playing, they, they went into penalties with AC Milan for the, the Europa League, which is just insane to see them that now they're in this position. Of course, uh, they're still out of the relegation zone, but it just matters on the Boavista result now because this loss can be huge for Fiwav. Um, I don't see them dropping into the first and or sorry, the the last and the second last position, no. the 18th and 17th. But that play in is is still dangerous because there's there's teams playing at a very high level in the second division. Um, at least four or five of them that can easily you know beat Fiwav at any moment. So I mean, I feel bad for the for the. For the so-called Spartan bib, but I'm I'm so glad that we that we won two nothing. Um, quick opinions on uh, the uh, penalty. Um, I, uh, was it a handball, right, or something like that? Oh, what are yeah. your thoughts, Richard? Stevie Wonder could have seen that it was a handball. It was. Uh, I didn't know what had happened. And as soon as I saw the first replay, I'm like, I think he hit it with his hand. And then they show the second one from the angle behind the goal, and I'm like, yeah, that that has to be a penalty. If he doesn't call that, they will oh, kill him. Yeah, it was it was an absolute penalty. That wasn't I, I think his arm, it deflecting off his arm, actually made the shot go more on target than it would have if it didn't hit him. Yeah. Um, and then the goalie made a nice save. 
Paulinho was like screaming at the ref to look at it. And then he, he pretty quickly did the sign that he was going to take a look at it. So I was yeah. feeling pretty confident. He looked at it for a while, looked at both, both, both incidents, the play before and the play after, where it looked like it like went into like a massive body. Well, I think they might have hit they an arm or something. It was offside as yeah, well. Yeah, and that too. Yeah. Um, so the the check actually ended up taking a while. So then I started to get nervous again. But in the end, the right decision. Facts. Uh, and uh, thoughts on uh, on the uh, Ruben Amorim and the Sergio Conceição sort of reversal as well. I mean, another huge talking point just before the game. Uh, Sam, I'll, I'll pass that one off to you too. Uh, what were your thoughts on all of that? It's just the the tad. I, I I I can't claim to know how exactly how it works, but it seems like it, it was explained to me that if you appeal, they need to gather the, all the evidence before suspending you because technically it's not a suspension if it's appealed or something. But I mean, we've seen it with Padilla, so I'm not too mad on like, giving to to Concesao or Amarim. Like, I mean, if it's a rule for one, I guess it's got to be a rule for all. But um, I think next year it needs a revamp because, like, you wouldn't see that in the Premier League or like any other league. Like, imagine in like the Champions League, like someone gets their like fifth yellow card, and you're just like, oh, sorry, but you've appealed it, so technically suspension doesn't count." The guy who got a seven match ban for racism on Slavia Prague appeals it and then just keeps playing. <laughs> Exactly, yeah, it's just so. <laughs> dumb. But like, I I can't be mad at it if if it happened to it happened to us with Polino and we were given the leeway. So, I've I've got no complaints. But it's just really stupid to be fair. I think the timing of it was just dumb. Like, it just we're the dumbest league in the history of leagues when it comes to this stuff. We don't know what we're doing. It's just incompetence. You could have just stopped like, the, the dumbest of leagues. And <laughs> it's true, though. Like, no one knows what they're doing. <laughs> And that's the thing. You could have sat there and said, oh, it's it's a th- it's an agenda against us. There's no agenda against anybody. It's just they're not stupid, I think. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Richard, here's your opportunity. You asked for five minutes uninterrupted if you want to t- shit on the league. Sure, on the league. The floor go. is all yours, buddy. <laughs> Going off of that, like, we're just, we're the dumbest, like I said, dumbest league of all time. We do stupid stuff like that. Like, we had the Polina case with the yellow. It's like, is he suspended? Is he not? It should have been like done within like a week. Should have been like he suspended. Okay, you appealed. We'll look at it. Okay, we've decided to uphold the suspension, reverse it. Done. I think it was. Which, by the way, I'm sorry to interrupt. Like, not, not. is it resolved? Like, I feel like it's we like still don't know. It's we'll still, find out. Like, it's still at any moment. I feel like it could drop, right? Because did anyone? He, just, see he picked up his well seventh the... yellow today. He just never served the suspension. Like, it's not resolved. Like, he's gonna no. sit a game next year. I don't fucking know. Like. Did you see the the ban for Gimarais for? That's what I was gonna get into. Like, like that was last years ago. year. That was, no, was, was year. that, was that two years ago or last year? I thought, I thought it was, it was two, years two years ago. Yeah, either way, like that's that's two years too long to have had that done, and then we'll have them play in an empty stadium. I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> or are they just going to appeal that man forever and then it'll be served in like four years or some shit? It's like, never. It's going to be in like purgatory. It'll just because I, it, if I recall correctly, like Braga and Benfica both have our owed um, yeah. games behind closed doors for years now that they've just been like each, endlessly think, yeah. appealing. Like I think Benfica owes like five games behind closed doors or something that they've been appealing for like three seasons or something. They it's need like, to, they need to expedite this problem. I have so, I have no confidence this racism ban will even be served like at any point like <laughs> in the next like four years like they need and that's the thing they need to actually have a process where it's like we're just gonna have our decisions within like a week or two. I can understand like you want to appeal okay appeal 
We'll go, we'll look at it, we'll gather the evidence, but it shouldn't take that fucking long. <laughs> that is nonsense. Like, you don't see, it's like uh, Sam said, you wouldn't see this in the Premier League. You wouldn't even see this in MLS. Like, we'll shit on MLS, and sometimes it's warranted. One thing you can't complain about is how they actually run the league and market the league. Like, we are so far behind in every aspect. We had a chance to be ahead with VAR, but then, like we do with everything, we half-assed it. And we're like, ah, we'll kind of do it. And it still leads to the same nonsensical issues and wars in the press that we've always seen. Like, nothing's ever going to get fixed as long as you have, like, the same people just handling these issues. Facts. Facts. I couldn't agree more. Um I, I can't really think of much else from this game, to be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm currently watching the highlights. I'm, I'm trying to think of, of more things. Um, a question, Sam, I'll start with you. Is this our, our best performance of the season, you think? Or at least in recent at least in recent history, I think that's for sure. But Recent history, yeah. I would say maybe the, the 4-0 against Gamorrhea is probably the best just because of in terms of the yeah. actual scoreline. But like, like I said, there was there was no chance from Iowa. We were solid defensively. Um, we hit the hit the post twice in like the first twenty minutes. We should have been should at least be like five or six. But and when when Javon came on, he he brought some pace. But there was yo so many he was he was chilling with Juan Ladio last night yeah. in the hotel or something because he was he was like being so slow motion. <laughs> he would get hard for five <laughs> seconds, and then he would just take his sweet ass time. I think my dad says, <laughs> and then you, my dad, I was watching the game. And he says, "You fucker," and you wonder why you don't play sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, they were, he just ran it into their box and like just did like a little circle, ran yeah. back out, and lost dribbles it back. the goalie, then keeps it. dribbling and then keeps dribbling and then loses it. It's like it's just, it was just, so casual the way he was like acting. He was like in their eighteen. He did it like three times. But like, but I still love end, him. He's good in my book. But like, oh, yeah. I don't know what he was on today. <laughs> yeah, we do love him. But at the end as well, like when Matthews Nunes came on, that one skill where he like said Cohen trial that way. I like when he was oh, still sliding. sliding. But it was just like every single possession after Matthews Nunes came on, it was like they all wanted to give another person a goal. Like they'd have a clear opportunity to shoot, pass, clear opportunity to shoot, pass, pass, pass. And I get like it's the team chemistry, but I just want one of them to be selfish and just smack it from like yeah. the like Paulinho did. Like he could have he could have like taken a touch and like waited for someone to get back. But no, he he striked it and it went in. We need to see more of that. But I mean, you can't complain 2 0, but it really should have been six or seven. Pagina did have a chance at the end, but he sailed it like out of the stadium. How do you take a touch? Maybe. Oh, you know, Paulinho was wide open. I do say maybe he should have passed it that time. Yeah. The one time he didn't pass it, but he just, yeah. Oh, well. Happens. Literally just seeing that highlight as we speak of it. Yeah, what a horrible <laughs> yeah. shot. I, I'm telling you, Pagina uh, is do a banger because he keeps shooting those long range ones. And I was He's assuming something was coming in, but it's going to be like the goal league. next week to clinch the league or some nonsense. It's going to be Loki could have had one today. Talking the one where it like bounced out to him and he just kind of sliced it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That was it. I had like semi banger potential. I thought he was going to do a little better with that. And then uh, my only other question, because it was a big talking point, especially on Twitter, uh, just before the game, um, and and like Christian mentioned earlier, uh, Nunu Sanchez didn't have the best game. Doesn't help the, the the case now that Jovan, your guys are telling me, didn't also have the best game or kind of slowed it down. But is Jovan do a uh, a starting spot, Rich? I'll start with you, dude. Uh, would you have at this moment or for the next game, which is Bovista, if I'm not mistaken? Bovista would you have at home? Uh, would you have Jovan or Nunu Sanchez at that left wing position? 
Or Tiaf Tumaj, who's obviously injured, but I know. I don't know if he'll be You and you and Sam are like the. I'm just talking to the presidents of the Tiaf Tumaj haters club. So Sam's the president. I'm like the VP. Yeah. I don't know. That's a tough one. Like, I Nuno Sanz didn't have a good game today, but like neither did Jovan. Like we said, I come down to a coin flip. Maybe I probably go with Nuno Sanch. I think recency bias. Maybe I like Jovan better as the sub coming on with like 20 to 30 minutes. I think he brings the energy when it's needed. So for me, I'll go with Nuno Sanch instead of familiarity. Sam, I'll ask you, I'll ask all three of you guys or I'll ask the, the, the rest of the same question. Yeah. I mean, pretty much hit the nail on the head there. I think Jovan, I know it's probably not a great feeling as a player, but I think he's got he's that's his role. He's just come off the bench when everyone's tired, and like he score a goal. But it's like you know, like the NBA six man, you come on like where you play against the the, the tired legs and you score. I mean, if if the role's working, then then I don't think there's any need to change it. But I do feel sorry for him because it's like no matter what he does when he comes on, Amrim's just like no, it's a. Uh, it's Thiago Tomas or it's Nuno Santos or it's Tabata and Jovan's just there like what do I have to do? Like he comes on and scores assists but like I mean maybe sure. that's just his role unfortunately. I don't think anybody would be mad if he started too. Like I wouldn't be upset if he's got the nod the next no, game. Yeah exactly. There, there's nothing to say he doesn't deserve it but I think that's just his, his role is just going to be off the bench and I think you know for him obviously I think that's that's really upsetting for him but for us it's like fuck it you know it works. How about you, Christian? Jordan's yeah, asking what we're smoking. I I, I, I don't I don't think he had I don't think he had like a terrible game. I just thought that he could have um like had more quality in the final third to, you know, put like a dagger in them with like the third, fourth goal, and he was like weirdly casual with it. I thought he was average. I didn't think it was like so so bad. Um so I'm not smoking that crazy as shit, <laughs> but 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 yeah, I would I would I agree. Nuno Santos and Giovanni is a super sub. Yeah, I, I again I didn't watch today, but but I agree. I mean, it's working. Like why why fix what isn't broken? Yeah. Um, MVP man of the match for you guys. Uh, how about I'll start with you first, Rich. Uh, you know, I'm going to give it to either Paulinho or Pedro Gonçalves. I'll give it to Paulinho just because that goal was worth the price of admission. That was such a good goal. Uh, and he didn't look bad. Like, he had a couple half chances, couple chances. He helped set up a couple more chances, so I can't complain. He This was the best game he's looked in since, I think, the other game when he got a goal. But, yeah, I, I'll go with Paulinho for today. Fair enough. How about you, Sam? Bro, I've got to do it. I've got, I've got to go with, with Paulinho. Yeah. My, my guy. Like, I, I just I, – I, when he came in, I, I think I would say here that I think it's good value for money. I know he's not been been great at the start. But, um, you know, if this if that's the goal that potentially, like, wins us, like, the league or, like, he scores next week and it wins, wins us the league, then fuck it. Pay $150 million for him because I think that's – there's be as cheesy as it is. It's, like, priceless, you know. If, if he's scoring these and, like, they're crucial, crucial goals, fuck it. But, yeah, man of the match goes to Paulinho, I think. But, um, again, a great performance by everyone, but Paulinho edged it for me. And Chris? Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Paulinho or Paulinho also, who had, you know, probably like 14 tackles or something like that, if you go back and look at it. Um, immense, like per usual. Um, the thing about Paulinho that I still think that he's missing, it's like 
maybe it's like chemistry with his teammates or something. Cause I feel like he's like making the wrong run and then the ball goes to where the other run he could have made, or like he stops his run and starts it and then they play it. So it's like, once he starts going again, it's too, it's gone too far. Like it was happening kind of a bunch in the first 30 minutes where it seemed like he was just like, just off a little bit with his link up play. Like they, they weren't on the same page. So maybe that'll come with time, but like, there's still there's still a long way to go for him, but I'm glad that he was able to to get a banger, um, seal the game for us, and also you know defensive work rate, couple tackles like he 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 did uh, he did a lot of stuff today. Fair enough, fair enough. I think it's uh, I'm gonna stop watching games so that he can actually uh, step up because that's for sure what what it had to do with. Um, before we get on to the national game and Twitter questions, Richard. Uh, in okay. good old Sporting 160 EN fashion, we're going to put you on the hot seat. Uh, we really, I'm, I'm going to ask the first question Steph always asks when we do this. By the way, Steph is coming soon. Just, just want to throw that out there. Coming soon to not this good podcast, stuff. but maybe good a soon. Um, how long have you been a Sportingista and what's your first uh, memory of, or, and uh, how many times have you been at Avalad? I've not been to Avalad. I've, it's on the bucket list. I've been to see them a couple times in Toronto. Or uh, the one time in Toronto, rather. Uh, I've been pretty much my whole life. My dad was a sporting geisha. My grandfather's a sporting geisha. So we just kind of always had the team there. It's always been like sporting and beta mar, like even before I knew kind of like what soccer was. And then when I kind of started watching soccer, it branched off into United because Ronaldo and then obviously Nani was there and Paul Scholes was scoring bangers all the time. So I couldn't complain. But yeah, basically my whole life, my earliest memory. The Tasa UEFA is one of the. That's one of that's one of those ones that like I remember. I have like vague memories of the last championship in O2 because I was like a literal child. It's like that in the World Cup because people were coming over to watch games at five a.m. and I didn't know why, but we had donuts, so I wasn't going to complain. Um, but yeah, I would fixed, say probably fixed game, fixed yeah. fucking game against South Korea. That the FIFA still admits to this day was not fixed. Yeah, South Korea just had like five games in a row with like the most like absurd refereeing I've ever seen. Yeah, FIFA <laughs> <laughs> still admits they they're not corrupt. I don't know. What yeah, the Qatar World Cup was awarded clean. Yeah, fairly yeah, <laughs> clean. Uh, but yeah, Tasi UEFA was like one of my earliest memories, and it was obviously right after the Euro. So I'm like, I should have. Qu- there was a time where I'm like, I should have just quit then, but I kept going, so I'm committed. Go ahead, Sam. I was just going to say, I'm not sure how familiar you are with like the the under-23s and the B-team, but is there anyone that you see with a lot of potential that you think is going to cut it in the first uh, first team, maybe next year or the years to come? Is there anyone that you've got your eye on? Not, not at the moment, no. I haven't been keeping up with the juniors as much as I'd like, just because I've just kind of been busy with other stuff. I, it was nice to see like Dario Sugo come up. Like That was a really cool thing. Uh, Pedro Marks, maybe, if we need a striker depending on how they feel if they don't go ahead and get another one because I think Luis Philippe's going to be gone. Uh, so I wouldn't mind seeing him. He's looked good at Gilles Vicente on loan. Um, we did have Pedro Menge for a while. He scored like that one banger in the Europa League and then was never right. seen again. <laughs> so I don't know. But yeah, I haven't kept up with the juniors as much as I would have liked to. Fair enough. Uh do you have like a uh, a favorite modality by chance of sporting? And if if sporting, if not sporting, a favorite 
um, you know, potentially North American Sports Club uh, and a modality, your favorite teams, all those types of stuff. Oh, foot, futsal for sure is up there. Uh, I've been watching a lot of the women's the last couple of years since they got the team. Uh, big win for the futsal team. We, I'm imagining we'll get into that at some point in the show. But yeah, futsal, the women's team. I've been getting into the basketball now because I've been watching basketball for a long time. Shout out to the Toronto Raptors. Danny will know. Um, but yeah, those are kind of the three modalities I've been following. I'd like to get into the hockey, at, the roller hockey at some point. It's just like the games take place at sporadic times in Canada. Like you don't know when they're going to be. And as a Canadian, let me just say it's, it's, it's not the same. It's not. I can't, I can't handle the little small like sticks. I respect it. <laughs> I can't handle it, man. It's too much. It is what it is. It is what it is. Can't complain that much. Sucks. Um, Sam, I went, I went blank. I had a question for you. Uh, Sam, take over if you have another one. I do. Uh, your favorite sporting home or away jersey or even third kit of all time. Do you have one? You know what? The one for the centenary in 0506 was really nice. That one was good. The third kit? the Or the strong kit? The home, no, the home kit with the home like kit. all the logos. The, the V-neck with all the old logos. The V-neck, yeah, yeah that yeah. one was nice. I used to have that someplace in this house. It's about 10 sizes too small now. I have that uh, one in a long sleeve. Good, man. Uh, that <laughs> one, I have the one upstairs. It's when they had Adidas, and it's the all green kit with like mm. the Adidas stripes on the side. That one's that one was just given to me. Someone's like, oh, do you want this? I'm like, fuck yeah, do I want that? <laughs> That one's up there. I can't complain. Like Macaron's done a really good job. I think I've like most of the home kits that Macaron's done for us. There, there's been no bad kits. Puma had some shockers for a while, so I don't know. I think that one. I think my favorite Macaron one was probably the one with the old school crest, with just the line and SCP, not the stripes. That one I think mm-hmm. is the best home kit. That was so nice. Same. And because we won the toss and the toss of the league in a season, we didn't expect anything to happen. So um, that one had some sentimental value to me. Facts. Facts. My question was, um, your favorite ever all-time Spartan player? Oh, Cinema Pongal. I'm going to kick this guy out of this fucking... (laughs) (laughs) No. uh, That's a tough one. Nani would be up. It's between like Nani and Bruno and maybe Ricardo the goalie because I was a goalie. Which is an odd choice to put in there with those two, but yeah, it's I would say probably not near Bruno Fernandes. Those are kind of the two. They were Bruno dragged that team. I would have loved to see what he could do with a team like we have this season, because <laughs> that dude would have like sixty goals by now. I we think. should sign him for the Champions League next year. <laughs> we'll swap. We'll swap <laughs> Mosh and Paulinho for him. <laughs> yeah, we should link that article about him being compared to Ronaldo and say, Yo, "Yeah, <laughs> this is actually a good man. deal for you guys." Like. Well, Ronaldo's coming back too, according yeah, to Yeah, plus story, we're getting so. the actual Ronaldo back. The stars, the stars are all aligning. We're getting the Nike sponsors. He's going to be the Jovan. That's going to be a crazy Jovan to have off the bench, like for the last like 30 <laughs> minutes. You put Ronaldo, Ronaldo on. You think Ronaldo. Ronaldo's coming off the bench? <laughs> <Earth>. Man. <laughs> I mean, there's no way he's starting ahead of Tiago Tomas, who's still going to be in the team in two years. All right, oh, Sam and, and Rich? Like, what am I saying? Oh, my um... <laughs> Any questions from you, Chris? Uh, nah, I think I think I'm I think I'm good. Yeah. Any lingering ones with you, Sam? 
No, we, we will take him off the hot I agree. seat now. I okay, think. I agree. That seat's Fair cooled off, off now. <laughs> <laughs> let me uh, let me pull up the uh, Twitter questions real quick, and uh, we'll go through uh, everybody. Uh, what everybody said on Twitter. Uh, starting off with uh, Sid, who's in the chat with us. He says, "Yeah, baby, fuck me. This is Spartan. I love watching. <laughs> I love watch watching play." Uh, is it me or am I seeing Spartan players in black and green and white? Uh, and what, uh, what we going to for tomorrow? Oh, not yeah, a so tie, are, not, not a tie, a win. Benfica. This is the only time I think you're going to see Sporting fans actively like hoping for Benfica to have some success. You guys are stressing me out, man. <laughs> well, I'm just saying the math check. I, I ran the numbers. My Vivo ran the numbers. My dad ran the numbers. The math checks out. It helps us. I'm not going to complain. Oh, yeah. It helps us Fair a enough. lot. <laughs> Sam, how about you, bro? You're a little quiet over there. Uh, I mean, uh, anything but a Porto win is fine with me. Yeah. Like, honestly. I know, obviously, I'd want Benfica to win. If Porto not... wins, the party's going to cool down a little bit. It'll be back to reality a little bit. We're yeah. dancing a little bit because we have nine points and we're sleeping with nine points. But if Porto just, you know, wins tomorrow and we're back to six again, it'll be like, oh, we're shit, three games, six mood. points back. Like, we're back. But... Um, even if they tie eight points, we're gonna be feeling pretty. Or no, and they play it's before us on the yeah. Monday too. Keep in mind, we played Tuesday against Bovista. They play the Monday against uh, Ferenc. Ferenc, Yeah. So we could even. Dep- I'm not gonna get. They could be ourselves. three. They could be three. They could already be champions by then if they hypothetically lost both games. True. True. Or if they won mm-hmm. both, they could be three, and then this is yeah. all back on until the last so game we'll have, of the season. Like, yeah. Literally, the next game, game, and the next few days with Porto basically decides the championship, probably. The thing is, as well, do, because Braga drew today. I don't think Benfica have that much to play for, really. Like they have no really opportunity. They're out of the title they really- unless they win tomorrow. They then second. second is back on, and that's uh, automatic entry. You know. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, that does make sense. But I was just gonna say as well, if you remember the Super Tassa earlier, but Benfica were outplayed by Porto, I thought. Mm-hmm. So I mean, even they were lucky to draw in the league as well. But I mean. A draw does nothing for Benfica, though, I'll say. A draw does nothing for Benfica's second-place aspirations. They need to win. Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not going to go um, ahead and sing Benfica like Chris. I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> every fiber of my being. But, I'll but do I, anything. Really I'll do it. anything, man. <laughs> <laughs> because I know if it comes down to it, like we could still fucking choke against Maritimo or something. So I want it to be resolved by way of someone else, you know? Yeah, yeah keep in mind too, like heading into the game tomorrow, <laughs> Porto's not looked that great the last like month. Like they've been scraping by too. So for me, it's more of a toss up because Benfica kind of turned it on and they had the the nightmare game against Gil Vicente, which I laughed at at the time. But neither team, I, I, it's more of a toss to me because Porto's kind of scraped by a couple games. Benfica's going to be like Christian said, they're going to be pushing for the second Champions League spot because it's automatic. And they know they're out of the title race because Port Sporting can't finish lower than second. So I expect Benfica to come out relatively motivated, I would think. George Jesus said he was going to bring the title back to Sporting. The he irony. The come on, man. The, the irony. <laughs> if they walk into the Stade de Luge as champions and George Jesus has to watch on because he wasted three great Sporting teams and then they can lift the trophy against Benfica. Or, or we beat Bovista. 
Ori beat Boa Vista and uh, and shit house a draw and still have an on the pitch party at the lose. Yeah, <laughs> well, it would is, be I would love it, bro. <laughs> it would be poetic too because they would get the trophy. The last game gets Maritimo, who fucking caused Alcuchat. <laughs> yeah, true. And we, could, and we could also potentially be sending them down to Division Two, so it'd be like all this stuff coming full circle. Yeah, true. <laughs> it's all about the, nar- yeah. all about the narratives. But. <laughs> Okay, but correct me if I'm wrong. Even if Benfica wins, we would still have to at least be Boavista and be champions, right? Tie. A tie. At least a point against Boavista, yeah. As long as they go into the Benfica game with more of a six than a six point advantage, they're they're fine because Porto can't catch up at that point. But because I'm gonna be real, I think it's gonna be a draw, and I'm actually preferring yeah. a draw because I'm not rooting for either of those scum. Um, well, if I had my way, both would lose. But I don't, exactly. I don't get my way often. So. <laughs> and this way, it's even impossible. But yeah. if they draw, I mean, uh, we still need to beat Boavista and we're champions, right? Yeah. Yeah. So no, I'm going yeah, for a yeah, draw, yeah, baby. Let's go. Yeah, if we need to beat Boavista. We can't draw. Yeah, be mm-hmm. yeah, 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 we need to beat Boavista. But, I mean, they, they're they shit this year. Fuck it. Send them uh, down. Three nil, like earlier in the season. I mean, they're no. I know that they're, they're lower in the league, but they're no push up. What was it, what was the score when we played them? That was because that was the stupid sure. Pellina game when he got the bullshit yellow. What was, was we won nil? that game? One nil, two. I thought it was a. I think it was a two. It was nil. two nothing. I think it was one of the rare two games. Or one nil. Mm, was it? Hmm, it's a good. I know we won that game. That's all that mattered. But I was just curious what the score was. You can I look it up here. It. Someone's on it. We have we have uh, the technology. Do nothing. Let's go. Oh, Let's do oh, nothing. Do nothing. No, yeah. it wasn't. That was last season. Oh, clock this score? Oh, that was last year. It was. There yeah, was, was two nothing though. Twenty twenty one. It was two nothing. Oh, okay. Pedro Porro and okay. Bruno Santos scored. Yeah. yeah. Was it the free kick that Poto scored? The 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 one on the no. edge of the no, box? No, this was the uh, was this was the first time, but. This is the first touch right foot into the left corner, like yeah. from the top side of the box. It was from out there, but it wasn't a free kick. Yeah. It was still from out there, though. He scored three bombs this season. I, I saw that on Twitter. It's, it's going viral, that video. I can't. I didn't see it, but like... It's, 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 it's <laughs> somebody, please, somebody tag us. <laughs> Yo, we might video. have to drop the last game of the season and hope, and hope we've already clinched then. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. Do you, uh, do you guys think we'll we'll go undefeated though? What are we saying, guys? I uh, won't believe it until the final whistle in the Maritibu game. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. Like I, I mean, yeah, it's nothing. like if we if we're playing that game with fucking green hair and face paint, I don't care what happens. You know, I hope like. Yeah. I hope so many players, young players, play so that you have to give like thirty-nine guys winners no, medals want, because so I many want people have played play. in the league. <laughs> I like get, get Anthony Walker in the game, sub him out. Get Andre Paulo in the game. I want like yeah. forty guys getting winners medals after yeah. the game. I mean, I I, t- I was saying this to Chris before we started that Benfica will look to beat us just because we would be undefeated. Because oh, just for the sake, like just because a- they could. Yeah, that will yeah. be like a league title to them. They'll celebrate like like crazy. So I mean, I I don't see us beating Benfica for that reason alone. But I mean, I'm ho- I'm hopeful. But I mean, like I yeah, said, I that would be that would suck for them to be able to say that, that like for for the end of eternity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we 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 ended your undefeated streak. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I don't think it'll happen though. I see I a no no. 
I see a yeah, one one. That's that's I think I think <laughs> that's the game that I could see them like most likely drawing. Like it'll be a one one nil nil tie. Yeah. Facts. Uh, next qu- comment or picture comes in from Paul Pont with this amazing pick. <laughs> Get in, losers. We're winning the <laughs> league. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, Tigas wishing us a nice run. Shout out to Tigas. Uh, I'll refresh this real quick, but I think that's it. And we'll go on to the uh, Nasrinal game before uh, before talking some modalidades or more importantly, some European championship. But yeah, that's it. So let me uh, pull up the Nasrinal game. Uh, a 2 nothing win, of course, at Avalad. Uh, a nail-biter, to say the least, because it came right at the end. Uh, but we had uh, Max in at this time, because Adan was suspended. Uh, Fadal Kwachanetu, no Inasu, of course, because he was suspended. Poru Nunuminj, Pelinga, Bragansa, Pot, Nunusanti, and Paulinho up top, with Jovan coming in, getting a, a, a goal. Um, and Plata, Mateus Nunj, and Mateus Reis, surprisingly. Uh, Rich, I'll start off with you this time. Uh, what were your thoughts on this Nacional game? Oh, I thought it had nil-nil all over it. When they, but before uh, Nas, the Nacional guy got sent off, I'm like, this is going to be one of those games that we're going to like look back on, be like, we should have won that because they were all over them. And then they got the goal. Fidel got the goal, so it was nice. Like, okay, we got a goal. It's late again. Stop giving me these heart attacks. And then they got the penalty at the end, so it was like, okay, we got 2 nil. Kind of shit-housed it, but whatever. But yeah, they the scoreline wasn't flattering. They could have easily won by like four, maybe five. Like they did have the lion's share of chances. Not seen all, especially as soon as they went a man down, they parked like forget parking the bus. They parked an absolute like Mack truck in front of the goal at that point. But it was it was a decent game. It was one of those games again. I thought it would, we would look back on and go. We should have taken those chances. Should have taken those chances. Um, but thankfully, thankfully they took the one chance and they got the win. That's what they needed because. We could have had a much less festive, happy mood going into today had they had not got that win, had port, the Porto game was – they won that game against Family Cal. So, yeah, could have been a little less festive because we got that nine-point cushion. Could have been a lot less without winning 2-0. Facts. Facts. How about you, Sam? I'm not going to lie. Um, I was actually at the pub while this game was going on, so I didn't actually watch it oh, live. What's that I- like? I missed that. Well, we're only allowed to drink outside and it was literally about like five degrees. So it was very, very fucking cold. So I I I feel like I was in that phase of COVID like three, four months ago. Yeah, Uh, COVID kind of like almost went away for a couple months in like July, August, and we could go to pubs and like bars and stuff, and then it just came right back slapping the face. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was freezing, but I, I watched the highlights, I think, either yesterday or on the Monday. But like, I mean, we looked we looked solid. Jovan, we mentioned it earlier, being that super sub off the bench, uh, just, just coming in when we needed him. I think that's uh, that's that's what he's good for. Um, for Dal getting the goal as well, I mean, great for the team that it's not, we're not just relying on our strikers. We can, we can score from sort of any position. Uh, for what I hear, Paulinho did have a bit of an, an off game in terms of scoring. Apparently, he wasn't too bad off the ball and, and on the ball. I, I don't know if you guys can attest to that, but um, he just... had a couple chances. Like he did have a few chances, but like again, it was like I think you or Christian had alluded to earlier. It's like something just wasn't quite there. He was just a little bit off. Yeah, it was one of those games. But but like I mean, uh, as as important it's, for me, it's just we got the three points is important. You know, apparently it wasn't the best performance from from what I've gathered and from what I've seen from the highlights. But I mean, an extra three points, extra three points. So I'm happy. 
Facts. How about you, Christian? Yeah, I mean, Nacional. This, this is this is this is this is the release this is the MVP of, of shit house. This is just <laughs> this team is 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 absolute just shit house. I mean, I, I understand that they have the red, so it really uh it greatly affects what they're trying to do. But like, I mean, it, it, if they don't have that red, I, I don't think they're gonna contest that game differently than they did. Yeah. Um. Well, what is a point even dear for you at this point? Um, fouling every five seconds, um, the referee not handling the situation well. I, I'm not even – I don't even really the, – the situation on Paulinho, it's soft. Um, there's contact. It looks like the Ted Emmy one that was given. That's all I'll say. I don't – With I, if we went 0-0 here, it wasn't because of the fucking VAR on a soft tap on Paulinho's foot. No. It would be because we – didn't score any of the other 25 chances that we had, you know? Um, so I was not in, I, 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 I wasn't like, you know, thinking it was like the ref or anything. Um, but, uh, cause you know, I, there was a lot of that going on, you know, in the lead up because it was zero, zero, 70th minute, 80th minute, everyone's getting nervous. They're like, fuck the ref PK or whatever. So yeah, I get it. It's a natural instinct, but it, it wasn't the ref's fault. Um, it's the ref's fault that he didn't handle the national players coming in studs up. Um, you know, accumulation of yellows. Um, I, you know, it was at one point, at one point it was like 17 fouls, fouls two, two yellows, and then sporting four fouls, two yellows. It's like, come on, man, what are you, what are we even doing here? Um, so that Nacional's like attitude towards the game was abysmal. They deserve to go down. I mean, this team sucks ass. Um, their coach, Manuel Machado, hilarious that they brought him back, man. He sucks too. And then he's whining after the game about the refs. If the refs, if the refs really wanted to, this they could have ended the game with seven men, and Sporting could have had like two or three PKs if the refs were really, really wanted to fuck them. So the fact that he's crying about the refs after he, you know, puts out, his team puts out a performance like that, it's just like, it's sad, man. It's sad. He was like, you know, some are some are children of the big god, and some are children from a smaller god. It's like, yeah, yeah man, that is true. That that dynamic does exist in Portugal. Does it have any relevance to what just happened in the last 90 minutes? No, it has zero relevance, bro. Like, see ya. I, I do all. think like, with – oh, you, you finish up first. No, I'm done. They're done, and I'm done. I was, I was going to say, I think with the uh, – we're getting the French officials coming in next next season apparently, no? I think a lot of people are in for a wake-up call with, with those guys coming in because they won't put up with all this anti-Jogu bullshit that we see now. So like a lot of like fans and media, especially, will be in for a rude wake up call because they'll they'll see a call, especially when it negatively affects their team. Where it's like, no, get up, that's nothing. There's gonna be they're gonna be fuming, you know. The first time that a, they don't call something for sporting, it, it should be we think it's a penalty. Or there's a couple of refs in Portugal that did this a little bit this year, mind. but it's not yeah. it's not all of them. It's definitely not all of them. Yeah, it's a the couple. Second it negatively affects like your team, a call or non call, they're gonna just tear these refs a new one. And I'm gonna yeah, feel, I'll feel bad for him because like no, this is how it's supposed to be. There might be a one year program because the French refs are just like yo, this ain't worth it to be involved at this. Oh, the papers will chase them out. <laughs> they will not put up with that because all the Portuguese fans bitch and moan about the officials. But the second we do something to change it, we bitch and moan about that. And it's like, nothing's going to change them. Let's just leave it the way it is. 
be content. Shut up. Shut up and like it, then. At least, hopefully, the, the only thing, I cannot see it being worse because, like, in theory, like, they can't possibly be entrenched in, like, yeah. the world of octopus and Portu- Portuguese football, right? Because they're just French no. guys. They're guys that are live in France, speak, maybe not only speak Portuguese, like, it can't possibly worse be worse if you take some of that aspect out of it. So let's see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, the way yeah. I see it is the only way to go is up. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't get much worse than what we got. We have like the dregs of society when it comes to that. <laughs> <laughs> As we've seen, uh, Artur Swarzdias in the Europa League giving a penalty yeah. for Arsenal just for nothing. Because <laughs> um, he could exactly. Um, nothing else really to talk about this game. I mean, fair, fair second yellow. I think we would all agree. Um, clear penalty on Jovan. I don't know if anybody has anything against it's, that. It's honestly the softer than the guy takes him down. It's softer than it looks in re- than it looked in real time. But he still he touched his foot somewhat. So yeah, it's a good call. But yeah, it looked worse in real time. Jovan kind of sold it well and then almost skied the pk by the way the first yeah, half yeah. second first half second i thought he skied it bar down so literally that's the limit of of how high you could hit it yeah um yeah so any um, higher that, he would have been david beckham in, in yeah. <laughs> but yeah i mean what a 20 minutes for him coming in uh it, i mean there's an angle of his cross the fidal like the way he just chipped, he just clips that in. He he's like only yeah. like just so close to the ball with his right foot, and he just like pivots it, and it just bends in with texture right onto Fidal's head. It's beautiful. It was yeah, perfect, perfect. Without no run up, no nothing. Just yeah, it was beautiful. Um, Vitor Pingu saying Jovan man of the match, even though he came in for just twenty minutes. I'm Goal point agree agrees. Goal point agrees. Goal point also agrees. Christian, do you agree? Uh, I, I do agree. Um, yeah, I agree. He, he changed uh, the game. Yeah. Facts. How about you, Sam? Man of the match against Nacional? Yeah, it's got to be Jovan. Just, just because of the penalty and the, the assist. Um, there, there, I don't think there was anyone else that, that came close. Maybe Bar. Is that, um, who's the second, second man of the match there? Is it Coates? Coates. Or, no, sorry, Fidal, I guess, for getting the Fidal goal. Fidal or Porro's yeah. 7.3, Fidal 7.0, so you can make a case for either. Yeah, I, I think I'll stick with Jovan, though. I think, yeah, there's there's no point. Jovan was the man of match. Yeah, it's, it's Fair enough, Jovan. how about you, Rich? It's Jovan. Like, you could see as soon as he came on, too, like, the team looked different. They had a bit more pace to them. They were pressing a lot more. He set up the the opening goal scored won the penalty and then scored the penalty i mean there's not much else to say it was about as as much as you can hope you could make hope for more in a substitute at that point unless you scored like a hat trick but like i'm not going to complain yeah i'm gonna agree uh but a special mention to max who apparently to, according good. to abala could have played his last game he did look good and he got that good save off the uh the one the time he was called in save. yeah i mean that could have been sketchy right because if he if he mistimes that at all, it's a PK and, and potentially exactly. being down one, one, nothing. The shit how the shit house boys have already packed it in, but now they're going to pack it in to an extreme level. Um, yeah, that would have been catastrophic. I hope yeah. we don't get rid of him. I like, I like Max. I do too, but I do understand at least not sell him. I understand the loan. Like 
we're going to play at that next season, right? He deserves to stay uh, at least yeah. like another season or two. I mean, I understand loaning him out. Not, don't sell him. Because I think if you sell him, then like in a season or two, when a, whenever Adan's gone, you're going to be like, oh, damn, we should have maybe kept Max. So I think mm-hmm. you do need to look like short, like, yeah, look short term. You got to think long term ahead. And like people said, I think it was Sam who said like, I know we had like some issues with Patricio when he started, but eventually he kind of found it. He turned into what he was. Like, I think Max has all the potential to be the same kind of goalie to be long term. So don't sell him. Is my opinion. I think I think there's a solution to keep him some somehow. I agree. I agree. Um, uh, the only other thing we kind of touched on it before Mulili Dodge. I was going to ask you guys to gauge the uh, Ronaldo rumors if he's coming at forty. <laughs> We kind of touched it, so I don't know. I, I don't. I don't buy it though. But I don't know if you I've guys. I've got my jersey on standby. What are you talking about, dude? Is it right? It came from my car. You're bro. crazy. You're the sick. Car is basically, the sporting journal. That is true. Wow. That's the uh. like bro, they dropped I, I, that I, I, in the seats all... a lot. They dropped Ronaldo. Big week for Ricardo. Nah, here's the thing. I feel like a lot of this. So here, this is just a general media problem, right? Someone reports a story sketchily. And then other outlets re-report the story from the original sketchy scores. And then you see, like, Record has the story. Oshogo has the story. Abola has the story. My football, TVE. Everyone's got the story. It's legit. But it's all coming from an Italian journalist who said it. It's like, how the fuck does he fucking know? I, I Maybe he, he does. Maybe he does. Maybe he does know, but... The only, the only people that are going to know is Ronaldo, his mum, and then George Mendes. Uh, there's no, there's going to be no one else, obviously, but George, besides. George <laughs> Mendes taketh and George Mendes giveth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But in, in terms of the overall, I, I, I really don't see it. Yeah, it would I make sense. It. it would make sense. I It doesn't strike. He doesn't strike me as the type of guy that would want to waste another year at Juve. He strikes me as a guy that would want to take on another project. Mm-hmm. But... I would he sign a he'd have to force his way out of Juventus this summer and then he'd have to sign a one year deal at PSG maybe. Well, his um, contract's done with Juve next year. Now. He has one more year. He yeah. has one, one season after. So we could year. play it out. He could play it out and then leave on a free. But like, is he really gonna waste another? Like, he's gonna be thirty eight. Like, he's each year he's getting a little worse, right? Is he really gonna waste another year on a shite Juve team? I. I feel like he's going to try to force his way out, but at the end of the day, he does have another year of contract, so I don't it know. It wouldn't surprise me if it was PSG, but I also see, I know he's he's not at the end of his career yet, but I can see like, a, like in terms of global brand, you've got like America you could go to in like China. I'm not exactly. sure if, if all of you follow the NBA, yeah, but like when, when Kobe Bryant and Derek Rose went to China, their brands went Ronaldo. When, Ronaldo when, when they went to China Ronaldo, for preseason, right? it was insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if he wants the cash, which I mean, I'm not gonna lie, if, if he does, fair enough. But we we will not have the the wages or the money to pay, it, even though we're gonna get Champions League, unless he takes a dramatic pay cut, like a. a oh yeah, really it, it'll be the it'll be the hometown discount. You know, he'll come for for you know. I don't think he's going. I don't think he's going anywhere for cash, though. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, I've seen an interview where he says. I mean, he has enough money. He just doesn't necessarily care about cash. I think he makes more off his brand deals than he does off Juve's contract. He gets a lot from Juve, though. He still gets like I'm not saying he does it from Juve. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and he can get that in the MLS. Lauren saying he should join him in. So like, I see I... him going to an Orlando and LA, uh, uh, bro. Even in Atlanta at this point, like I see him going to these 
that he's MLS. He's, he's going to be back in LA. If he was about the money, if he was about the money, he would probably stay at Juve next year because there's no way a one-year deal that he would sign at another club would pay him more than what he's guaranteed next year at Juve, which is like I think like 30, 35 mil. Like he had a great season, but his value definitely, I think, like he's more of a 20 mil type of guy, you know, which is not anything to scoff at. But he's not. I don't think anyone's going to sign him for 35 mil or more for a one-year deal. To but me, maybe Sheikh Mansour has other ideas. I don't fucking know. To me, the That's only one that makes sense would be like MLS or coming back to sporting. I don't see him. I know China's got a lot of money, but I don't see him doing China. I could, I see MLS. PSG, I think, as well, maybe just because PSG. he's won like every top league, like England, yeah. Italy, yeah. Spain. It's it's the only one that in France that are missing, yeah. and I don't think Bayern Munich will. I've never once heard him linked to anything in Germany. No, not no. once. Not <laughs> Germans. Not I don't think Germans rate him like that. Anyways, like they they yeah. give they have this image of him that he's arrogant and shit like that. So I don't think they get rid of that. <laughs> it's also yeah. just like totally different style of so- of football yeah. too. Yeah, yeah so. that's true. That's true. You can say soccer. The only thing that triggers sound is Yo, true. Yo, he can't come back to MLS because he'll get arrested by the oh, LA County yeah. prosecutors. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, He's yeah. coming to Sporting. He's coming to Sporting. He's coming to Sporting. Confirmed. No, they, right. I think they're done, though. They're, he can no, go to, no, he can they, go they, they reopen. If he touches down in America, he will be playing with fire. He'll be That's playing with fire in a way that will make it not worth it. That's um, why he's going to sign with Toronto FC because he's in Canada and he'll be safe. He just can't play anything. Yeah, like, he can't go to any away games. <laughs> he's playing a solid five games a, se- a year yeah. <laughs> and then Canadian Cup games. I like <laughs> he's, playing, he's playing all like 18 home games in the Canadian Cup games and any Champions League games not in the States. <laughs> Buddy, let me tell you, there's nothing more special than playing in Toronto in mid-October. Let me uh, just tell you that. <laughs> I we did That's go up for the Champions League game when David Beckham got that can thrown at him, but that was at the dome. <laughs> oh, that's sick. It was I went, fun. I, went actually, uh, I went when we played uh Club America a few years ago. And I think it was either and now I don't remember if it's February or March. We'll get off this in a sec. But it was fucking freezing cold. So it was cold. He's definitely not coming up here, buddy. <laughs> it's by the lake. Like there's no protection. Like I went to go see Sporting and Juventus years ago at uh, bmo before they put the uh all the expanded seating in the roof and it was like the best day of weather like picture perfect weather for soccer and usually july in canada it's like just the most humid thing humid, yeah. we get to the game my dad my bavo and i were there and it's beautiful and i look over to lake ontario which is just there and it's like well those clouds are coming in kind of quick and then it just poured. It just <laughs> rained all game off and on, like torrential downpour. But I remember that game too because that was one of Yannick Jallo's last games for Sporting, and he scored two banging goals. <laughs> so, but yeah, that stadium I, in the winter not not ideal. I tried my best to see him when he was at the Earthquakes, but he never came to Toronto. Yeah. Uh, but anyways. On to better things. Fuck Toronto FC and getting out <laughs> yeah, of the Champions was, League last night. Let's talk about game. the boys that won the Champions League last two nights ago. What a segue. Yeah. What a segue. My guy acts like he does this for a living almost. I mean, come <laughs> on, guys. I'm do I do this. <laughs> Christian, here. take it away, bro. Take us through our Champions League campaign, bro. 
Let me unmute you. I can't unmute you. <laughs> so basically, basically, it all started. I think on Thursday. Um, so they did a fine. They did a final eight. So all. So Sporting had a, a last sixteen game, and they was at Juan Rocha, and they beat some team like twelve one, right? So, and then it was basically a final eight. It's in Croatia. Everyone's there. Um, the first game of the final eight was the again, Russian Communist Party. Yeah, was against not? the Russian Communist Party. <laughs> we, we, I think we had that. Do we? Was that that game happened for the last part? Of, it, it may was have. Happened it have I think it did. I think it did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that that was a good team. Russian Russian champions. Russian um, champions. They, they were third place last season in the Champions League. So, um, that was a solid win. I believe four two, something like that. Then against Inter Movie Star. Um, who's not having the greatest season this year into movie star, but they still have Ricardo Vigno. They still have a lot of good players. Um, so it's still into movie star. Did Vigno play for them still? I thought he left. No, he's still there. Oh, I didn't, I don't remember seeing him in the game that much. Maybe that's why. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I, I mean, I, you're, you're scaring me, bro. I, I think he's I still there. I thought he left. I could be wrong. I mean... Yeah, he did leave. Actually, he did you're, leave. You're, I, you're... Ah. He's in France. Sure, that sounds like it. I have Zinaire Villeneuve. I believe you. That sounds like a team. That's what it says oh, on Wikipedia. Shit, well, I can't believe he didn't end up coming to Portugal then. Oh well, there was I, this was, I think this was the one game. For sporting for about a day. And yeah, dude, and play. there was one that he was going to sign Bay, for Benfica too. Yeah, bro, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, that was a low key move then. Um, yeah, so this game, uh, I think it was three one. Uh, we won this one. Um. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not a full it's not the greatest inter movie star team of the past, but uh, still solid. And then Barcelona, which is I guess probably in theory the best team that we could have possibly faced in the final. Um, they're the defending champions. They had a, a bunch of good players. Um, honestly, I thought we were unlucky in the first half of this game. I definitely don't think we deserve to be down two nothing. They were they were good, but not that much better than us and. They hit us on the break, and then they got a very, very early goal, like within 30 seconds, I think. Um, so it's very unlucky that they're down 2 nothing. But, I mean, that's – I mean, in these futsal games when they're so close, like once you get down more than like two or three, it's very, very difficult because then you have to go try to play with 5v4 and get caught on the counter. And, I mean, and if you get caught on the counter once, then it's like – then the lead just keeps ballooning and you're, you get more and more fucked, you know. So it was like – if we if the two nothing got down with like more than ten minutes left, we were gonna have to start doing that, and that's when it gets sketchy. So I mean, they came out in the second half and and they were hot, and I think I think turned it around within. They had many chances leading up to it within five minutes, so it was like fifteen minutes when the first goal went in, and then after the first one went in, it was just bang, 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 and all of a sudden we were up three two and in like a two minute stretch, um, and then honestly we kept. We kept the, the pressure on them. Um, even after we scored the third goal, we didn't just like drop back and then it was just waves of pressure hoping to, to not concede. We, we kept the pressure on them all the way, all the way probably until there was about five minutes left. And that's when Barcelona really turned up the heat, started going full full send with like the player sweeper keeper. Um, and then we scored a goal on the counter as a result of that 4-2. And then right at the end, they got one with the pressure. And then... I'm not going to lie, the last 15 seconds of this game were very sketchy. 
right in front of the as well. Yeah, 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 right in front of the goal. Heavy, heavy hand on the scorekeeper at the very end. They have a corner kick with one second left, and the ball ping pongs around for at least three seconds, and then you hear the horn, (laughs) and you're like, "Yo, this should have been dead the second it touched the first person." Like, how is it ping ponging around? And that, that scorekeeper was on some two gown nonsense. <laughs> so yeah, I was honestly that was like that was a really happy moment. Like they they came back. It was a great comeback. Like well deserved. I mean, you had a bunch of guys from the academy in there. Um, like as far as like sporting futsal teams that have made a deep run, this is the most the like one. budget version, if you will. Um, so like full 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 congrats and like you know for this achievement for all these guys like it's like a team half for Masson. i mean half for Masson, but well, well i mean zicky's i mean everyone can see that he's gonna be, and he's doing he's that already he's personal, already yeah. top but like he, he's clear you know it, it like like it's crazy you know to have a guy like that uh honestly like kavinatu i like he was like no, I don't know if anyone really talked about it, but like in the final, I thought he was so fucking bad. But it does not matter; it'll be forgotten in history. Who cares? He scored two in the game before; it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, Fika Gita, I mean, Gita's the best goalie in futsal. Period. Like in the yeah, world, he's the down. best futsal goalie. Unbelievable. If you let that guy walk, it's just stupid. You know, you want it. You're the top futsal team in play. You're the top futsal the team in Europe possibly the world. This is the best futsal goalie in the world. The starting keeper for Brazil. Like, you're just going to let that guy walk? Come on. Come on. Bring him back. Facts. Facts. And that'll help. I mean, that'll help Verandas if he's if he has any fucking sense in his brain. He, yeah, that'll help him get next, reelected. The next, like, eight months for Verandas is huge for re-election because <laughs> this, will, this will make or break him in a lot of people. He has a chance mm-hmm. to turn a lot. He's got maybe the league title. We'll find out. He's going to do the seats, and they'll be right before. There'll be a big announcement. The seats are finished, right? That'll be a big boost. He wants to do the gap, which is helping. If he he mismanages the team, pisses off players, messes up the finances, he's screwed. So the next eight months for him is going to be huge. Facts. Facts. Uh, I think that's really it on Moodley Dodge. We're just Uh, expecting games, right? I mean, basketball – Basketball won their series. I don't know if that yeah. – I don't think that happened before the last pod. So, basketball oh, advanced right. to the semifinals. They're playing Befica. Game one is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Game one is yeah. tomorrow against Befica semifinals. Or, or today if you're in Portugal. Or today. Or, or yeah. Sam. Yeah. And um, the other semi is Imortal Porto. So, um, I think it's probably Porto. Um, so, mm-hmm. let's take care of business. And, uh, yeah, I got to play Porto in the final. Um, ladies won today. Um, so they're still in first. Um, there's, I think there's gotta be only like three games or, or less left in that championship. Cause I remember there was like five games left a couple weeks ago. Like there's gotta be, yeah. I think three left now. It's wa- really winding down. Sporting controls their own destiny. I think they're one or two points up on Mayfica. If they win out, they'll be champions. Um, roller hockey also advanced to the semifinals and and I'm missing anything else. Oh, handball won today. They uh, are in second. They're two points behind Porto, and they play <laughs> Porto this weekend. So pretty big game coming up uh, this weekend for handball. And I think that's all the modalities. Yeah. 
Oh, the B Six. team. The B team tied. I think. Sure, I can figure that out. The B team. I think they tied. Played- yes. Do you, can you see their table? That famous team. <laughs> yeah, so right now they're trying to qualify for the third division next season. Um, so, yeah, they have four points from their first two games. Um, I don't know how many places in each group um, qualify. Um, but Sporting's currently in first in their group. Um, I'm assuming it's probably top two. Um, how many groups are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Two times eight, 16. I think it's there's more than top I think two. Four. But there's going to be teams who are in the playoff that won't qualify. There's going to be 22 teams in this league, I think. So I think probably the top two in each group are going to go in. And then the six teams that don't qualify for the second division from the playoff are going to drop into this and that's okay. how you're going to get to 22 for next season. And then the teams that are already out and then didn't qualify for this or the playoff and the teams that finish in the bottom two in each of these groups are going to be in the fourth division next year. Um, so honestly, if the B team doesn't finish in the top two and goes to the fourth next year and isn't in the league of three for next year, that would suck. So would they suck just missed the playoff for the Segunda Liga. So if they don't get the third, that would be a tough pill to swallow. But well, then they'll, in- we'll find out how Betamar felt a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Facts. Bastards. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm going to ask for two score predictions. One's for tomorrow, uh, 1.30 Eastern. What is that? Uh, 7.30 for Sam. Wait, the game's at 1.00. I, I can't season. believe they have a, a class. No, no, 6.30 for me. 6.30, sorry. I can't do math. Wait, so I'm just um, gonna have to watch that on my phone while I'm like driving around tomorrow. Okay, I can't even watch that. <laughs> I'm, I'm unemployed. I can watch as much football as I Let's want. fucking go. <laughs> I'm at home. I can watch it. So, Rich, what is your score prediction? Befica versus Porto. It's gonna be like a nil nil or a one. I'd like either way, as long as Porto drops points, I think most people will be happy. I think it's gonna end up being like a nil nil to one one. I think I just I I don't see Porto rolling over for Benfica. I don't see Benfica rolling over for Porto. They're gonna kind of be at a stalemate. I think it might might be like a last minute goal by one or the other. Call me crazy. We've seen that happen, you know, a gajillion times. But yeah, I'm gonna go with one one. I think that's the safe, smart bet. But I'm not gonna complain if Benfica wins because either way, the math helps us. How about you, Sam? I'm telling you, right? 1-0, Benfica. 95th minute, Otamendi header. That would be amazing. <laughs> I would love it. That That's my prediction. As the kids say, absolute scenes. <laughs> yeah, things you love to see. That, that's my prediction. I would love it. How about you, Christian? Uh, Everton masterclass incoming. Two assists. <laughs> One assist to Seferovic and the other uh, to Rafa. The Seferovic goal is going to kind of be too shitty because it's going to push him ahead of Gonsalves, but it's going to have to be a wound we're willing to take for the greater good. Uh, 2 nothing Befica win. I'm going to go with a 2-2 for the greater good. Um, and uh, even though the greater good, I guess, would be Befica winning. But... 
Uh, yeah, I don't want Bifiga to have any sort of confidence, guys. That's where my <laughs> mind is at. Because if they beat Porto this year, that confidence is going on to next year, you know? Um, and then the <coughs> next prediction preview that we're going to go through uh, is Boavista. Boavista obviously play on Friday against Tondela. But before, I mean, the, the match, I mean, that they recently played, uh, is what I'm trying to say, uh, a 3-3 thriller against Santa Clara. That Boavista kind of let three points slip away uh, at that point. So... Um, of course, we have to wait and see what they do against Tondela at home, but um, that's our next game. Thoughts on this game? I'm going to go with a, a comfortable uh, – not a comfortable, but a 2 nothing win for Sparky. Nothing about this team is ever comfortable, first of all. That is so very true. Out. You're uh, not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Rich? I'll, I'll go with 2-0. I'll go I think they might get a goal either half. I think they'll be – Regardless of what happens, especially if, depending on the results of the Porto games that get played before, they're going to go into a wine to just get it done and over with, I think. Because I think if it's not closed by the Benfica game, they're going to fucking panic. And we know this team doesn't do well historically when we panic. So I think, regardless, they're going to go into that going, let's just win and do what we need to do now. So 2-0. How about you, Sam? I'm just trying to think with the maths. So in fifteen sixteen, when we came second, was it eighty two points we had? Was it eighty three? Eighty two. Uh, I think I it was eighty four. Because I think Befica yeah, had eighty six. No, yeah, actually, you're right. It was eighty six and eighty four. So if we win the next game, we go to eighty two. Okay, so never mind. I don't know where I was going with that anyway. But um, yeah, uh, I think if we played like we did today, then I don't see why I can't be three or four. Honestly, I, I I know you said the obviously the three three thriller with Bovista, but apart from that game against Benfica, I've not been impressed that they got a good talent in, in Angel Gomez, Reggie Cannon. I I really like as well, but um, I think it's going to be a, a three or four nil. Hopefully, Paulinho gets on the score sheet. I'll go uh, three nil, Paulinho with one and Pot with two. Last but not least, Christian, what are you saying about this game? Uh, a one nothing win. Uh, in the last 10 minutes, that, that wins us the title. Oh, I know. Those. <laughs> that's know all that. That'll be it. It'll be I over. Would, We're... I would jump through the ceiling, but also <laughs> I would probably die of a heart attack at the same time. <laughs> and, I mean, well, we could, in theory, not have to wait until after. Well, actually, they will have played before us, as you said they earlier. Will. They right? play Monday, we play Tuesday, so, so depending on their game. I don't want to win um, from the couch. That's the thing, too, either. So I definitely it's want like to win. It'll be like when Leicester won the league. Like, it was awesome, but it would have been better if they just did it in the stadium as opposed to yeah. watching at Jamie Vardy's house. <laughs> but, like, a Ryan Gould goal to win us the league is so <laughs> justice. I'd love it <laughs> to be there. That's true, too. I mean... Yeah, but I, like I'm with Christian though. 19 years of waiting. Let me knock on wood because you know it's not done yet. But I, we have to play a game, win it, and then win the win the league. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I think. Um. Anyways, that's the end of the pod, Richard. I wanna I wanna thank you again for joining us. Thank you for the thumbnails, of oh, course, as well. Um. Everybody, if you haven't already, follow Richard on Twitter. It's I believe. At Richard underscore S Nevj and seven and seven seven spelled backwards. I have one story I want to tell because it's got a bit of a sporting connection. It's Betamar's story, but it's got a sporting. Okay, so Betamar, when they won the toss in 99, I was like a little baby, but my Vavu went to the game. He flew out. He left my Vavu back here in Kingston in Canada. He said, I'm going to the final of the toss. And my grandmother's, yeah, like hell. 
He's packing his bag. Where are you going? I'm going to Portugal to watch a game. What do you mean? Men are trash. Right. She's, she's like, <laughs> she's like, what do you mean? He goes, your son's taking me to the airport like tomorrow. <laughs> so <laughs> he goes, but he knew a bunch of people working for the team at the time, including the equipment manager. So whatever game happens, they win. He's all, he says it's the happiest day of his life. I believe him. Uh, he gets, he got, he's getting ready to come back home. Equipment manager calls him. The kit man says, I have something to give to you to give to your son. He goes, okay, what, what is it? Remember Marco Canada played for sporting. He was on loan from sporting that season. So he was a sporting, sporting guy. In prestige. He scored a banger in the champions league. That's yeah, against Andrew. I remember that. I watched that game. I think he just signed for a team at like four years old. He's playing playing in Portugal, he's playing in like these two guys. And it's it's the same team with uh, Evolve. No, I can't remember who it is. Is it Evolve? Is it Evolve or Elias Jefferson? Because there's a bunch of them, I think, that are playing there. Yeah, Um, maybe. So go see the equipment manager, gives him. This plastic grocery bag and it's tied up. He says, Here you go. This is to give to your son. He goes, What is he goes? Don't open it. Don't look at it. Just take it home with you. Open it when you get back to Canada. So we have hanging up in the wall outside of this room, Marco Canada's game used on substitute jersey from the Final Vitasa. And this was before <laughs> this was before they had like multiple shirts for a game. Yeah. So it's his only shirt that he has for from that game. That's so we have it crazy. Hanging, we have it hanging up outside of my room right now, like literally in the wall adjacent to me. You got to post that's it on Twitter it. so we can see. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take a picture. And, and yeah, that's good. What brand? Like, what brand? Do you I have it? no clue what brand. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. It looks like one of the most obscure things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, was this even in the era where they would do, like, separate patches for each tournament, you know? No, they still had, like, the league patch, and they had yeah. a Mario crest with, like, the bird, and it has, like, the new crest on the shoulders. Like, it's really obscure-looking. They played like, Campo Muriens in Campo the final. Mariens, they won Who was now. in the first division in at the time? <laughs> Who fucking knew? What happened yeah. to them now? So, yeah, and actually, they were playing a game against – uh, sporting was playing a game in Toronto years ago. I didn't go against Santos from Brazil. And my dad was going to bring that shirt because he knew like, oh, it's just kind of a nothing game in the middle of winter. They'll sign autographs for fans. He was going to bring that shirt to get Canada to sign it. But he thought better not because he might see that and want it back. So we, yeah. Didn't, yeah. Get a good time. <laughs> but we have it great. We have it hanging up like outside of this room right now that I'm in. Yo, Ferry like, Faye was in that Beta Mar team, who's now like a mini gent for Bovista. Bovista. And, and also Bovista legend. Like that was a decent team for what I what I can recall looking back at like mm-hmm. some I was too young. When I looking at the players, I'm like, yeah, that guy was good. That guy was good shit. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that was like the best years of Beta Mar's life, bro. Yeah. As a fellow as a fellow Avedins, man. Good man. Some good, good times. Man. Anyways, again, bro, we appreciate Not you for problem. coming on, bro. Uh, Sid, I am not going to celebrate at the Casa de Benfica. It's actually closed. <laughs> Everything's closed. I don't know if he li- he must not live in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out to everybody in the chat. So many comments today. I'm not going to go through all of it, but appreciate every single one of you legends. Uh, shout out to everybody that sent in Twitter questions as well. Of course, follow us on Twitter, Spartan160 underscore E. And you guys know the vibe. YouTube, Facebook, all of that, Spartan160 and Guys, we're almost fucking there. Let's hope uh, next uh, 
podcast, I'm out here popping fucking champagne. I actually have champagne in my fucking fridge <laughs> waiting. Just and a believe couple me, more heart attacks to go. <laughs> knock on wood, I'm fucking popping that shit and getting blistered drunk with you guys. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm, I'm getting hyped. <laughs> I'm thing. getting fucking hyped. Uh, yeah, man. We appreciate every single one of you guys for joining us and for, for listening to us. And um, yeah, Viva Sporting. I'm, I'm, I'm dragging this out way longer than, has to, than I have to. Viva! Viva! <laughs>